When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Good evening, welcome to this very special edition of the Spurs Show, coming to you live from the Albany Great Portland Streets. Stop. Hang on now. This podcast was recorded in front of an audience of 50 Spurs Show season ticket holders, who for £10 a month get to come to these events with a friend and meet the legends. So far in the last 12 months, they've seen Chris Waddle, Glenn Hoddle, Ryan Mason, Terry Dyson, Graham Roberts, David Howes, Paul Miller, Mickey Hazard, Tony Galvin and Alan Mullery. All for £10 a month or £100 a year. To see who we've got coming up next, go to season.spursshow.net and put a tenner down. Can we hear the show now? Okay, back to the show. Good evening, welcome to this very special edition of the Spurs Show, coming to you live from the Albany Great Portland Streets. Beautiful. It's always louder after the interval, always louder. Uh, You too can join us. All you've got to do is go to season.spurshow.net. And I think it's £10 a month for two tickets for each monthly event. Uh, The next one after this is February the 21st with Peter Taylor. Peter Taylor on the wing. And then March 26th, wonderful author of many Spurs books, Norman Giller, joins us in March. Uh, so come and join us. Right, uh, tonight's show, uh, first I'd like to welcome my co-host. You're just on your phone there. What are you doing? Playing... I'm just taking a picture to put on social media. Oh, that's not. Always thinking. Yeah. Always thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Please welcome Mr. Theo Delaney. <laughs> and also joining us, Chief Sports Writer at The Sun, Mr. Martin Lipton. Finding the man that, well, you're all here to see uh, a wonderful player who's there. Ten, ten years at Spurs in the first team. 
10 years? It was, 17, 11, 18. 11, I, beg, I knew I, was, I got it wrong. I was 69 I signed, yeah. Yeah, okay, so 11 years. I do beg your pardon. I really should research <laughs> next time. He's here, Mr. Terry Naylor. Hey! Thank you. Right, well, uh, some people might not know this. Bizarre, you actually grew up with, I think you still live in Islington. Yeah. Uh, you started out, correct me if I'm wrong, Islington Boys. Uh, your first, you know, as a youngster. Well, actually, what, playing football? Yeah, playing football, No, yeah. I, I, we was, I played with a team called, well, my school was Rising Hill, because that was my secondary modern school, and it was one of the first mixed schools right. with girls as well. So, a bit like Please I, Sir, then, was it? Well, I Bond think it was a bit, a bit worse than that, really. <laughs> <laughs> two and two made five. <laughs> but... Um, Funny, in our year, the first year we was there, we had eight outstanding footballers in our, age, in our team. And like, I think I was 12 and I played for the fifth year and about three other boys did too. We had a fantastic side. And Philip Magnus had a manager called uh, Bailey, Bill Bailey, and he was the Isitan manager. Right. And he wouldn't pick none of our players because we beat them all the time. Right. And we, we, won, we won everything. We actually got unbeaten in the thing. But uh, just clarifying, I'd like to love to say I played for Islington, but okay. I, di I didn't get the, the opportunity, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Another gooner, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. But were you, were you playing as a defender in those days or when you were a kid? Or? Uh, I played midfield then mm. at that time. Mm. But, uh, say, we had... Uh, the team that finished second, we beat them 6-0. And, and we beat some teams 22-0. Wow. Did any of those other good players in that team go on and get a professional career? No. Like just you? No. So you were the best? We, we had to, no, you don't know. Who knows? Right. You know, I think I, I worked so hard. I always have, had a football wherever I went. And I yeah. think that's why I made it. Because I was 100% straight wanting to be a footballer and dedicated. Mm. And there was probably more talented people about that time, but because of my enthusiasm, I kept going and going and going, and gradually I went past them. Is it right that you, you trained then initially at Arsenal, then Millwall? I Is trained right? at Arsenal, yeah, um, Tuesday and Thursday. Terry Neal, actually, Terry Neal came down and coached our school, and he got me down there when I was about 14, I suppose, mm. to train down there. And then Millwall, was that right? You were training there no, for No, I had a trial for Millwall. Oh, a trial, And uh, okay. I got in... I got past the troll, and the first game was at Chabalief against West Ham. And to be honest with you, the only place I've been out of London was Clacton then. And we never had a car, so everything was by coach. And I turned up 30 minutes late, <laughs> and he said, you've took the piss out of me, son, here. He said, I'm picking you. He said, uh, that's it now. You'll have to stay in the, uh, the substitutes. And I went, OK. I said, I'm sorry, Mr. Fenton. And one of our games we played after that, when I was on the line, was Tottenham Hotspur. And my father knew an ex-boxer, uh, British champion, uh, Fred Roy, who was very big down Spurs. He had quite a sway. And he took me down a pub to talk to him and he said, um, listen, son, if I get you a trial, don't let me down. I said, Mr. Roy, you get me a trial, I'll definitely get in. And uh, we beat Basildon, I think, mean, 6-1, I scored a goal. One of the rare ones. And uh, <laughs> that was it. Then I trained, trained at Spurs, Tuesday and Thursday. Then that was the process then. Great. What other players your age were, were at Spurs then before you signed as a pro? Anyone else that came through from that crop? Or? I suppose Johnny Pratt was, had just right. made it. Johnny had been there probably a year before me. Tony won a fantastic, brilliant left back. And if it weren't for Cyril Knowles, you'd have probably had 300 games, 400 games for Spurs. But Tony was a great player, and they was in my area where I mm. come from. 
And then you were, but at this time when you, just before you signed pro, you were, was that the stage you were working at Smithfields? Yeah, I was down the meat market. That's where you get a meat hook. Yeah. <laughs> meat hook and nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the camaraderie, you see, the great thing for me then was when I was down Smithfield meat market playing football for the, 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 uh, the market team, um, we played against semi-pros and I was 16 years old. And I could read a game. It's like Georgie Best. If you say, how come you beat eight men? Show me how to do it. So I couldn't. And you can't, like Bobby Moore, couldn't show anyone how to read a game. You've either got it's that or natural. you haven't. It's natural. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I'm playing against boys of me 16 and all that, I, I come from them playing against men, semi-pro. I was miles in front of them. Yeah. So I, I was lucky in that. Got the so, so when you signed pro, how old were you when you signed pro? I was, I was 20. Right, okay. Which it's is quite, quite old. Quite old, I, isn't it? I don't yeah. think that would be done again, probably, because you look back at that time, 20 years old, and you haven't represented England in the youth level or anything like that to still get in. But as I say, that was my desire. I focused everything on trying to be a footballer. I mean, you signed that, as you said, that sort of 69-70 season, which was a, sort of a bit of a transitional time at the club for, for, the, for the younger listeners. Jimmy Grease had left in January, Martin Peters had come in, but we'd still got Mallory England, Jennings, Gilzine, Chivers, Knowles, you mentioned. What was it like then being sort of 2021 and walking into a dressing room with those kind of players? That's, that's a great question, because when we... Thank you, we I did try. Pre, pre, pre-season... <laughs> We've rehearsed this three times. <laughs> when it comes to pre-season and uh, I walks into the, the dressing room, I'm looking around me at all the international stars yeah. in that dressing room. And I was probably the only player's name that I didn't recognise. The rest of them, they, they was all internationals. And, and, yeah. But again, see, you had to go out and prove your worth. You couldn't settle on your laurels. You had to say, right, I'm not going to shy away. I'm going to be as good as them, you know. Yeah. Well, every, uh, everything you've said so far... It tells us that you were extremely confident. You had complete faith in your oh, own, in your uh, own yeah, ability, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%, 100%. So whereas confident. most people are your age and in that situation would be intimidated, you're yeah. thinking, no, this is, where I'm, yeah. this is where I'm expected to get to and I'm here now and I'm going to show that I deserve to be here, right? Yeah, I, f- I think there was more talented players in my age group than I was, but I was so dedicated and I, I, I was strong, I was fast. Yeah, hard. I loved winning. Yeah, hard, if you had to be. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... These boys, when they come against men, they seem to... England international youth players, they just didn't have it. Mm. You know, they could be bullied out of it and things yeah. like that. And yeah. I made sure I wasn't going to be one of them. Would yeah. you have been able to play today, the way the referees... Uh, yeah, of course, play? I would have adapted, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I would have hit them earlier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> Listen, at the end of the day... <laughs> you've got to be honest, haven't you? At the end of the day... The wingers out there, you're marking him. Do you want him to score an hat trick and then kick him in the Achilles? Or would you want to hit him with the first tackle and say, right, you're going no further, you better go over there. Our left back's got an injury. Get him over the other wing. So he's less problem for me, isn't he? Mm-hmm. But that's the game. You hit him hard, but I must be honest, 95% of the time I took the ball first and it was more of a follow-through. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're very good at the follow-through, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> you were. I know, a woman that you said were. that. <laughs> <laughs> you, made, you made your debut. It was March 28th, 1970. I just gave you the programme just Yeah, there. you did. Thank away, you Pleasure. Much. Away to West Brom. You replaced Phil Bill, who I think for quite a while you kind of vied... In that position, I mean, he's talking about players who played a lot of time for Spurs. Phil was there for a long time, played a lot of games. That was your debut. What was your instructions from Bill Nick? And, and how did you get on with him in, in, early in your career? 
He was a fantastic man, Bill Nicholson, and I think most of the players, uh, maybe maybe not so many senior players, but most of the, the boys coming through, like within the 25 plus uh, under and under, they, Bill just, he spoke sense. Everything he said made sense. And Eddie Bailey was a marvellous number. And I think we should all give Eddie Bailey a round of applause because he was a fantastic number two to Bill Nicholson. He really was. And the players that Eddie brought through were... Me, myself, was one of them. Tony Want was another one, Johnny Pratt. And, and he was, but Bill Nicholson was marvellous. He, he just spoke with such authority. And everything he said was right. So that's all you can judge a man on. Mm. That, the, the, the first game you played at the lane, because uh, the West Brom was, was away, do you remember? It was a 2-1 win against Manchester United. Manchester United, yeah. Could, do you remember that day? Who, who, are you well, fa- who are you facing in that Well, that listen, team? before we go any further, you won't believe what I'm going to tell you now. I wasn't in that particular squad. Right. I think you had, only had one sub then, didn't you? So I wasn't in the 13. So I've arranged to go down to West End, not pull a bird, <laughs> play snooker for a game of snooker. So me and a couple of mates went down there and uh, we'd come back for the game. I think it was about, I think we kicked off down at half past seven, didn't we? So it would have been about half past 20 past six or something. And as I walked in the gate, Cecil pointed and went, Oi, Naylor! Get in the fucking dressing room. You, you're fucking playing. I went, what? Now you got, I could have drunk anything or ate anything, couldn't I? But I went out there and it was probably the greatest thing that could have happened for me because there was no nerves. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, just yeah. got straight out. Yeah. Uh, Georgie Best was playing. I remember I'd give him a good kick, Bobby Charlton, but he deserved it, really. But nah, we beat him 2 1. I can remember the game like it was yesterday. And, it was a fantastic... That crowd really lift you. You know, Spurs crowd. You go over there and they just... It lifts you as you walk out on the field. It gives you, like, almost a goal. But obviously it's not a goal. But it was as good as that. And uh, it just brought the atmosphere right to bear. And you, you're amongst the atmosphere, atmosphere. And to be fair, I had my players. But I had no respect for anyone to after that whistle blew. So what was it like for you walking out? You'd obviously played the reserve game, but of course in those days, yeah. t- separate tunnels, weren't they? Quite a distance apart. Yeah. That, that very narrow tunnel you had in that old... In that, walking out from that dressing room, walking onto the pitch, playing your first game for Spurs against, against Manchester Mid-week United. I, I mean, probably with the lights. What was it, what was it like for you? I, 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 I saw, that was the thing. I was just like, everything happened instantaneously. So I didn't even take that in. I was just really right on playing now. Get out there. You can't mug yourself. You get out there and do the best you can with the boys. And we was 2-0 up, actually. We was, we was guiding the game and I think they got a late goal. But um, it's almost blank to you, the game. The main thing is getting out there and getting a result and playing as best you can with the players around you and for the supporters. And that's what it's about. Because there's good players in that team. Oh, well, that team was a fantastic side, absolutely. As you you mentioned, Phil Bill, a very underrated player, but he was at Spurs almost from the double team nearly. That's how far Phil goes back. Very respected player. Um, The following season, 1970-71, you barely got a look in, sadly. I think you played three league games. Was that tough to take after, you know, running out against Man United? You obviously, to remind people... You have, Joe Kinnear was fit then. You're up against him. Uh, Phil Bill, we mentioned Knowles. They're all fullbacks. Was that but still tough? To, I know you were still relatively yeah, young. Uh, but, but Tony Watt was in the same position yeah, with me, one, yeah. with, um, with Cyril Knowles. He was, yeah, Ray uh, Evans he was there as well, same sort of time? Ray, Ray was there as well. Ray came in right back. At that period of time, I was playing like a double centre-half type of thing and with Mike England and, uh, you know, when I, when I played. And uh, we had a, 
a, we had a player at Tottenham called, his name was Peter Collins. I think he came from Chelmsford. And this, this boy, he was so fan, such a fantastic player. And he just got injury troubles in his knee. He had a very bad knee and he had to turn the game in. But he was, he was nearly as good as Mike at that stage. You know, he could have been brilliant. But when he played with Mike, they collided. Because, don't let him know this, if you ever talk to Mike England, we called him Bungalow and he don't know why. <laughs> I said, ah. So a fella said to me, you come down with him uh, last game of the season. He said, why did you call Mike Bungalow? I said, nothing upstairs. <laughs> <Is it>? uh, <laughs> but we did. And Mike still don't know to this day, thank Christ. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> that, 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 uh, that season we, we won the, 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 the League Cup and finished third in the league. Talking about top forward in the last week's show and uh, winning trophies. Um, third in the league after sort of... Um, did you kind of think now, this is it, this is going to be a great team and a, a great... Ca- a, you know, you're going to sort of kick on now as a, as a player and stuff? Yeah, you, you do. You know, you, you, I mean, we was... We, we murdered the, the reserve league. You know, we, we, was, we had that many good players at Tottenham in the reserves and like... And when you got a chance for the first team, you try to take it. But as I say, Bill Nicholson was a very loyal man. And if you're playing well enough in the first team, you get an injury. Mm. No matter how well the fella coming in might play over the next three or four really? games, you come back in. And that was... So you Bill. kind of knew that then? So even though you you're playing well? It. Yeah. That's interesting. You expected it? it. And, that, and the following season, 71-72, again, you didn't play that many. But you did feature in the, the first leg of the League Cup semi-final, Chelsea. Uh, yes, yes. And, what, uh, the, and scored. Yeah. Well, you could have missed, really, to be honest with you. Mm. But the result, we was the better side at Chelsea, and there was controversy about a couple of their goals mm. within the game. But we was definitely the better side, and uh, how we didn't win that game, honestly, don't know. <laughs> I mean, th- then the following season uh, was quite bittersweet for you because you started getting some yeah, game time it. mid-season. Yeah. Yeah. You then featured in the League Cup winning, this is the 73, uh, which Martin mentioned, the Norwich game. You featured in that whole sort of League Cup winning run, played really well in the two uh, court t- ties against Liverpool, semi-final of Wolves, and then you broke your leg at Selhurst Park yeah, just before it, the final. Yeah, it was a, a, a dummy fibula, which is oh. the little bone that runs down sort of the outside of your leg, going down towards from your knee to your ankle. And um, at the time, I thought, because I, I marked him a couple of times, picked him up, Don Rogers, and he was quick. But one particular, a ball bounced between us, and as I hooked it clear, went to run away, and it was like I'd been shot. And I thought, what's happening? So obviously I had to come off. But it's a little bone in, in, your, in your leg, and it, I was all right within about a month or six weeks, but unfortunately it cost me a position to play at Wembley in the cup final against Norwich, in the League Cup final. I mean, you, you say. I mean, you. you it was. A, I think it was a, eventually like a ten-month layoff. Uh, you turn after ten months. This is seventy-three, seventy-four season, and then you got a regular place. You effectively yeah, it, took. It, out, you effectively took over from Sil Knowles, then didn't you? Well, no, I could play. I could play left back. I yeah. played in the final left back, mm. but Cyril Knowles. I mean, I was in the dressing room, like getting getting. Uh, Walked in there and Cyril was having a little bit of treatment and he said, uh, I've lost that place now. I heard him telling someone else, another player. Yeah. And I said, what do you mean you've lost your place? I walked in the, in the uh, treatment room. He said, well, nutter, he said, you've got that left-back position. I went, Cyril, you're a legend. I said, you're a much better left-back than me. I'll, I'll play right-back, but you're a different club. I'll play left-back because the way it, 
this happened, you've got injured, I've had to come in there, but you're a class player. And it was lovely for a player of his ability to say that to me, you know, like a shot in the arm. And we all know Cyril was an absolute class player who was tortured later on with some terrible things. But um, a great, great player, great player. And uh, that was the final. I think that final is final. I mean, even when we got through to the final... I don't think we were too far off other than the double team. We'd be in the next three best teams that Spurs have had because that 74 team was I mean, fantastic. You played Cologne and then Leipzig. In we the beat Cologne. That hadn't been beat for three years. Cologne, Leipzig, Tbilisi, yes. you yeah. played in all those games. What was it like? Because these, these your first European yeah. games, yeah. you mentioned Gino, a couple of teams, but they were behind the Iron Curtain. What was that like? Was that a bit of a culture yeah, shock for um, players you to go out there? Yeah, um, Leipzig. Mm. They had a fella called Asimovic and a class player on the ball. So we've gone out there. And this is what Bill did at times. That's what a genius he was. Because I had pace and I was quite strong. He'd say, listen, get stuck into this fella. We don't want him playing. I said, OK, Bill. Anyway, we've gone out there and I think... Um, we're sorry, this was the game at Tottenham. We drew 1-1 out there, which that was a very good side. But we brought them back in. I think the opportunity arose after about two minutes. He just pushed that ball too far. Oh, no. <laughs> and he slipped and went over my back. Oh. And um, that was him finished. He limped off. So Bill Nicholson, after the game, we won 2-0. He's going around, yeah, so and so, so and so, so and so. He went up and he went, well done. <laughs> because he didn't want to be responsible for saying kick him or nothing yeah, like that because yeah. Bill was too much of a gentleman was that a that, secret you know? code was it oh it was a secret code yeah everybody who ever played under Bill Nicholson has always got a memory yeah. like that the yeah. one day where he yeah. said well done yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. which was quite he was, rare yes yeah. yes very very yeah. rare yeah you mentioned there before the, the, the final itself which was obviously well, is remembered for more what happened off the pitch than on the pitch. What was your memory of both those ties? And, and try and talk us through what the players were going through when all the trouble started over there. How did you try and deal with it all? Well, we was very concerned for our supporters. Uh, I think Bill got it wrong. He looked around and said, what's our fucking supporters doing? They're going mad. I went, Bill, they're getting clubbed to death there by the, the old Bill. The, old, the cop of the police was it knocking our supporters down. They was falling down tears and tears like that. And we was very concerned because it didn't look very good at all. And then to go out and have to play a final, it wasn't the best preparation, obviously. But I don't know if any people don't seem to remember this. We scored a goal after about 15 seconds, and they give offside. And when you see the recording, he was 25 yards onside, Chris McGrath. Now, we'd have been one up in that game, and it would have made absolutely all the difference. It would have been. We'd have, we'd have definitely beaten because there was nothing in the game. The second like, goal they got, we was right, all out yeah, attacking yeah. Yeah, a few minutes to go. So dodgy, di- extremely dodgy, dis- well, verging on the slightly dodgy, well, right? Well, only Italian father and son, linesman really? and referee. Really? really? Yeah. Father and, and but, son? Father and son. No. I'll tell you something else about that game because I've made films, for, uh, Tottenham history mm. films. You can't get footage of that game at really? all. Now we know why. You, yeah. you can get footage of all the big games. You cannot, there is no footage you can get of it. And well, I wonder if that's something to do with it as well. It could well be, because he was 20 yards onside, honestly. I don't know what he was daydreaming there, centre-half, and it already got the pack to Chris McGraw when he ran up. So yeah. he ran up miles too late. And he went away and hit it, and he just crawled in the corner. And that, that would have been so significant in yeah. the game for our supporters and yeah. for us to go on and win the game. Yeah. But they, they had um, six Dutch international players, and as you know, yeah. 
arguably the best team ever in, in the World, World Cup, Cup is yeah. 1970 Brazil, and then probably the, yeah. that 74 Total team. football. Yeah. So we, we, we more, more than was a match for them, more than a match. So we must have been a very good side yeah. in some of the results we got. You yeah. can't be lucky and, and keep doing yeah. that. A lot's been written after that game that that was it for Bill. Obviously, he, he sort of retired soon after, what, September, October, the following season. Yeah. yeah. The, again, as players in training, did you notice a change in him or, or, or do you just think he just had enough I mean been in the club what 58 started manager wasn't mm. it long time wow I mean a long time yeah I've, I, I think you do see it like with great managers uh, Jock Steen was, was very similar Shankly was very similar and Bill started to get the shakes right. a little bit when he's doing it and it wasn't nice to watch because you'd sort of look away and you wouldn't say anything but it was sort of that sort of thing and um because I suppose, you know, he'd gone as far as he could go at that time. And, and he'd had some... He rebuilt that team so many Yeah, world-class times. players created by himself. You know, the double yeah. team. Uh, yeah. No one are getting near them. They was marvellous, the double team. And that's down to Bill Nicholson. You know, he was a fabulous manager. He gave it absolutely every... Hunter Davis tells that story about how he went to his own daughter's wedding. And he started crying. Yeah, he's streaming with tears. And someone said to him, what, what is it, Bill? And he said, I just re- realised... I've missed it growing up. I yeah. never saw her grow up. Yeah. She's just got married. Yeah. And it's because I was at Tottenham every day, 24 He was completely committed. He was. He was uh, and his wife, um, Darkie, she, she was backing him every, every step yeah. of the way. And yeah. his family did. Yeah. But he was just like a genius, really. I put him up there with his Shankleys and, and oh, all yeah. them people. Oh, Matt yeah. Busby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bill was a tremendous man. Yeah. After that um, UEFA Cup the following season, Joe Kinnear left the club and Ray, Ave, Ray Evans left the club. You then reverted to right back. Was that an easy transition for you to make? Oh, very easy, yeah, for me, because uh, it gives you that little power that you could run forward, you know, and use your pace a little bit. Because if you're marking a, a wingman, it's okay when he's got the ball, you're going to challenge him, and obviously defensively you want to get the better of him. But when you get the ball, you know you're 10 to 1 on because he can't defend. And so I love going forward as a right back. Yeah, uh, uh, and uh, you know that that period, that mid seventies period, in my mind, I remember. I mean, lots of it's a great era mm. of football, really. I mean, football was all, well, it's actually in decline in a funny sort of way in terms of crowds were going down. Crowds and down, were going down, down exactly. Yeah. Look, I mean, people thought it was going to die out. In fact, yeah. at some point, but between there and the mid, but the, there were great things to remember. There were the great artists like people like Tony Curry and Georgie Best and Alan Hudson yeah. and all that. But there were also the great hard men. And there were never hard men since that were like the hard men then. So you had Chopper Harris, yeah. Tommy Peter Smith, Story, Tommy yeah. Smith, yeah. Norman Cherry, Hunter, yeah. Norman Hunter, yeah. uh, Johnny Giles, who was Oof. also an artist, but an Giles, absolute yeah. vicious man, wasn't he? But where did you put yourself in that little... Uh, no, I tent? never considered. I thought I was more of a footballer. You were than a him. footballer, like Johnny Giles, though. But Johnny Giles was a footballer as well, but he was also yeah, a hard man, wasn't listen, he? Listen, all the Leeds team... All uh, hard. Other than Paul, Paul Mayley yeah. and uh, Eddie Gray went over the top. They right. all went over the top. It was almost and, and like we a knew policy. That. We knew they would. Yeah. We knew what they was like. They was yeah. great side, great winners. Yeah. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to go there and beat them 2-1. Right. Like when they was right at the top of yeah. there. We got a great result yeah. there, yeah. Spurs, when we beat them. But um, they was winners. And, you know, that's it. And re- relentless, ruthless. Yeah. Say what you want, but you're better coming off winning than losing, aren't you? For yeah. yourself and the supporters. Yeah. And so you, do- you were obviously there when when Glenn came in as a 17 year old. Yeah. I mean, what no. was your? Did you know there was something special? Yeah. With that boy, uh, when uh, you saw him straight. When well, you saw- I was getting over an injury, so <clears throat> I'm on the pitch with a ball, knocking a few balls, and he's. 
couple of apprentice boys come out, and one of them is Glenn. Like, so he said, I'll knock him a few balls. Anyway, I'm knocking these balls up to him, and he's not the best balls in the world, but he's <laughs> pulling them down where his ear is, on the floor, knocking them back. But I went, who the fucking hell is this? <laughs> you know? Where's he been? You know, 16, 17, absolutely, even then. Genius, uh, absolute genius. Marvellous player. Well, um, we now move on to the Terry Neal era. And we're going to do that after this very short break. On this day, January the 22nd, 2008, having drawn the first leg on one all the Emirates, January Tottenham the 20th, won Riot. On this day, Top January the 14th, 1978, a John Pratt On this day, January the 17th, 1968, Martin Chivers makes his debut for Spurs. If you're interested in the history, landmarks and great achievements of the football club we hold dear, your love on this day. And White Hart Lane erupts. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. On this day, a daily mini-series dedicated exclusively to memorialise great Spurs days gone by. Exclusively available at patreon.com slash Spurs show. Patreon.com slash Spurs slash Spurs. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back after the break. We were, before the break, we obviously we talked about building it left. I think it was in September that season. Terry Neal came in. How did you get on with him? I and mean, we've had certain players of that era, Martin Chivers, <laughs> the most vociferous <laughs> about him, um, who basically didn't like him, didn't get on with him. How, how did you find him with that sort of that that team? Did you did you get on with Terry? Well, you, you have to, to a degree, get on with your manager if you want results. You can't have that rift in between. But um, you know, I think he's Arsenal, and that says it all, really, doesn't it? I, I had no yeah. respect for him in, in in terminology of when he was a player, and all right. But I, I had to respect him as our manager. But because, a lot, of, he, he did move on a lot of the senior pros, didn't he? At that, at that time. Yeah, yeah, he did. I think Martin Peters left yes. in, in his reign. It's in Norwich, uh, isn't it? Yes. Norwich? Yeah. It's Norwich, yeah. But do you think the other players, it's interesting that because um, fans always think, do the players really care about that sort of thing, about the Tottenham Arsenal thing and all that? But do you think that, that all the players, he, he came in and there was an immediate negative because he was an Arsenal man? And someone feeling, and also someone in fairness to him, yeah. Anyone who follows Bill Nick as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole I mean, other that, thing. I know. mean, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. I mean, that's such a tough act to follow. Yeah. It's like following Busby or Ferguson or something like that. Mm. But, but did, were all the players suspicious of him just from the off? I mean, you say you had no respect for him as a player, um, as an Arsenal man, but you no. had to try and respect him as a, as a yeah, manager. Yeah, of course. Do you, you think, do you think they all saw it, like all the Spurs players? I think the vast majority did. Yeah. Um, I think we played Arsenal and he said Terry Neal to the players, you know, you get a result and... you you get a nice bonus. Well, we drew with Arsenal 2-2 two, two on the game, so I didn't expect anything, whatever. Mm. But Pat said, fucking hell, what did he say there about the fucking bonus? Where is it? And I'm thinking, hold on, Pat, we didn't win, we drew 2-2. Two, two. But... <laughs> That's the best Pat Jennings impression. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love very, that. That's a good uh, that, that season, uh, you know, that, 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 that 74-75, we're at real risk of... of of going down yeah. 
And uh, we obviously had the iconic game now, Leeds, the European champions, or certainly league yeah, champions. Before they were playing the That's final, right, wasn't before, it? Yeah. Just before the final. Yeah. Midweek, must, we, must win game at White Hart Lane. Now, we've had Marcel on the show, and I interviewed John Duncan today. There's an extraordinary story about Terry Neal bringing in Romark the hypnotist. Oh, yeah, he at did, the time yeah. To sit, I mean, the hypnotism was sort of unheard. It was a showbiz hypnotist. Do, 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 you, remember, do you remember when... He, I know the certain he was told certain to speak to certain senior pros to well, we, we, get something more we, out of you. We went to an hotel or something, right. and he was in there, and he, he he showed us was doing some tricks, and he done this thing where uh, he tore this paper up and put it down. There was some, and he said, "When I open that paper again," he said, "That'll be gone." Well, what it was, he put it in another piece of paper and <laughs> I think some, one of the players put it in their pocket so he went one two three and as he went like that he's there for about a minute <laughs> and we know we know someone else has got the paper so he could have been that good could he really I mean he... <laughs> was that the game where I mean I think I spoke to Steve about it Steve Perryman he was saying that Con took the piss and Bremner went over him to Steve and oh, said oh yeah fucking yeah. If, tell if tell him, or we'll start that's playing. That's the famous, famous sitting on the ball. <laughs> yeah. Or we'll start no. that, was the, that was the sitting on the ball Because they were thinking about... No. Yeah. What was fantastic, I think, is, is a bit... Listen, when we watch Spurs and they get a late goal, we are like children. Yeah. We all jump up, yes, fantastic. And you're stopped for another two hours if you're in a pub or something to celebrate. Yeah. You know, when we're losing, I'm going home now. Yeah. I've had enough of this. Yeah. And, that, and that's the way things are. But... And it was like that game, Leeds, we was 3-0 up. You know, exactly what you said. They're in the European Cup final within next week no, or Noel's so. Noel's played that game. He scored twice, didn't he? Cyril scored two. I think Chib scored. Yeah, he did. He came back for that game. You're right. And someone else, who was the other scorer? I don't know. He might have got two, Chib. But um, we was 3-0 up. And um, he sat on the ball with Elfie Conn. Mm-hmm. So Billy Brennan went, Telly! Get on out of that little fucker. He said, we're going to fucking start playing otherwise. And I went, all right. Anyway, I thought, no, shit. Keep, keep going. Up. But all of a sudden, Lorem is at a 40-yard. It's flew into the top of the net. I went, Elfie, fucking turn it in. On my life, just like a big kid I was, I went, Elfie, fucking stop all that bollocks. I really thought it. I went, but it's, it's the truth, and it could have worked out. Like, really, but, but we end up beating them 4-2, thank Christ. Yeah. Cool. How good was he, Alfie Con? Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic player. Yeah. Mm. Very he's gifted. Great cult hero, isn't he? Oh. He was great. Didn't play Matt... No, he's not proper Tottenham. He's only had 30 games. many games, but yeah. yeah. We played them one year up there in Newcastle. Well, he scored a hat-trick, 5-2. You got yeah. it. And they was bombing away at us. Yeah. Attacking, attacking. We're breaking it up. Breaking out, scoring a goal. So I keep going, boys. The old sponge trick. So one of their players looked at me, what's all that bollocks, sponge trick? I said, soak it up. Fucking <laughs> break out. <laughs> you Julies don't hear it, them things, do <laughs> But it, it was a funny game because most of the players, we just, every time we broke, Elf, we seemed to score. <laughs> but, yeah. That, I mean, the, the, the following season, 75, 76, we kind of rallied. We actually finished ninth that season, which is not bad for a team that was, yeah. that nearly yeah, went we down. We were in transition, yeah. John Duncan, who uh, I sort of interviewed today, actually scored 20. Uh, you mentioned Glenn made his, made his debut. We also had a League Cup semi... Another League Newcastle, Cup semi, yeah. Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah. I remember the... Lost three, we, one away in the second that's leg. That's right. Yeah. We won the first one 1-0 one, 
And I remember Pat Jennings pulled off one of the greatest saves I ever saw. What I learned from Tommy Craig. I remember tip one over the bar. Yeah. Cool. Do you remember those those two games? Yep. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah. Um, I think Keith was managing them, was he? Uh, no, it's still Terry. It was oh, the end still of that Terry. Season. Oh, it was. Yeah. Was Keith was season. his number two. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> we should have seen them off for a little while alone. We should have put it to mm. bed. But say so we went there two one. I think it was, and they beat us three one now, which was a Terrible result for us, really. Mm. I mean, we, we should have beaten, but um, we didn't really perform how we should have done on the day. Yeah. Terry, Terry then left, and then Keith took over. Is it true that certain senior players were asked by the board who they wanted, and certain senior players went and said, we, we'd like Keith to take over? Yeah, I think Stevie had a, quite a big influence in the boys, and uh, we all backed him up. And um, what, what did you as players... Seeing Keith then to go, we're happy for him to, you know. He was hard working. Keith right. was hard working. He'd he done the things he should be doing, like as a manager, you know, in training, etc. He didn't overlook too many things. He, he was always in touch with Steve and talking to him about the way we play with our captain. And I think that was a very good thing. Mm. Mm. That, se- that season we went down, uh, we actually started off quite well that season. I think we won. We certainly won at Old Trafford earlier that season, and then after that, we could barely buy a win. The Derby what? game was a horror one. Oh, the Derby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, 8 What, two, what yeah. was going on in the dressing room? What, what, from your perspective, well, what, what was going wrong? It's just quality of players we had, really. It wasn't good enough, really, to play in that division or for, for, to wear Tottenham's colours, to be honest, all, all round. But you can but try. But um, we we lost that as a disgraceful result, eight two at Derby, and um, on the Monday Keith called us all in and he went through the team with the goalkeeper. What do you think? And he said, uh, "Well, I might have done better with one or two. He said, but I had no chance with the others." He said to me at right back, "I think I might Leighton James." It was quite quiet really for eight mm-hmm. games him get eight goals in. So I said, "Well, listen, I, I probably could have done better defensively, but I looked after him. He's a dangerous player." And I don't think he did anything really in the game. Like he didn't score, he didn't make it. anyway. Bye bye. So then he asked the left back. I can't think who played left back. Say Jimmy Holmes for Ireland. Probably Holmes, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. So he went. Um, what about you? He went. Well, no. He said the same as Terry. He said I think we was quite out wide because he got four goals real through the middle. <laughs> Johnny played double centre half <laughs> with. Uh, I think it was Willie. Was it Will, Willie Young? Young would have been. In the yeah. Bay, well, yeah. that explains everything. <laughs> anyway, I think we should have settled on that one straight away. But he went to Willie Young. He went. Oh, fucking one up. I can compete keep with every ball. I'm trying with my headers and get them out and all that. And he's like, so, and all of a sudden, this is absolutely brilliant. When you think you've just got beat eight and all, everyone's down. He said, uh, what do you think, John Pratt? He said, well, obviously, the other three of our fucking blinders, it's all down to me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and that is the truth. <laughs> you had to start laughing because it was the only way to do it, but... No, it didn't work out. We played Johnny Sweeper and Rioc was a bit too quick. You know, not, not, not through him, through the old defence. They had disgrace. better players, didn't they, Darby? They had a good I mean, side, you talk yeah. about Rioc and Leighton James, they were very, very good players. Yeah. yeah. And then the, um, yeah. near the end of the season, uh, uh, we, I still remember it, we lost 5 0 at Main Road and that sent that us down. Good. We then finished um, at White Hart Lane. Uh, we beat Leicester 2 uh, 0. Pratt and Jimmy Holmes scored. And I remember as a kid, it was, it was like a carnival. It was like, 
everyone ran on the pitch. We'd gone down. We'd just been relegated. But that was the love of why I love this club so much. I remember you, the the crowd would not leave until the players who'd just gone down came back up at the old West Stand and stood by the director's box. And there was just incredible atmosphere. Like, we're going down, but... It's a bit of a cliche now, but we were all in it together. Defined, really, really yeah, yeah. felt we're, we're, we. It was no like, oh, you whatever, like you get now. <laughs> we were all. It was true. We were just all in yeah. it together. Yeah. What was your memories of? of, of do you remember that when we had to come back out and? Yeah, we... yeah, I do actually. And uh, uh, you know, we we the, the thing is, you couldn't do anything about it, but support us 150 percent as you did. We let you down. You know, we went down and. Uh, Unfortunately, now we're in the second division, and you, we'd drag you sort of down with us, if you like. But we've always felt a lot of guilt there that we should have done better for you. Did and you think that Keith would get the push in the summer? Because he did. Not really. Not, not really. Uh, as I say, I think where we was lucky, we had some experienced players that sort of went, oh, we beat these. And Keith might be a little bit unsure. But no, I played that way. We're all right, Keith. Yeah, that'd be okay. And it was that sort of thing all the way through. Right, right until the last game at Southampton, mm. and um, God, it was tough, wasn't it? Well, no, we'll, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, yeah, but, but, we'll, we'll talk about that season. Pat Jennings then left, went down the road, and he's been on the show and yeah. talked about yeah. not being offered deals and in that. So we go back and listen to that show. What was that like as a, now, a sort of senior pro to see Pat, who obviously you played in front of? I think it, Pat. Keith thought that Pat was injury prone then, and he, he, he thought, missed a few at the end of that. Yeah, Barry Danes yeah. was yeah. playing a little bit. He, he thought that um, no, I think that's it for Pat now. He's been in some great size here, and um, he's probably keeps getting injured. I think it's time for him to go. But you don't sell him to Arsenal, no. do you? Of all, well, of he's all the to things, Ipswich, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you just don't do it. And he, he had some good years there, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Much to our anger, but. You know, I think it was a bad move by Keith, but it, as a manager, you, you're learning all the time again. So mm. he's got to live with that stigma, hasn't he? What was what was Danes like as a keeper? Because I just remember him that, mm. that next Mansfield. season when he had that Mansfield disaster and oh, things like that. I was watching that. I'd done my hamstring just before <laughs> we come out and missed the ball completely, yeah. didn't he? But, but he was all right. Barry, Barry just lacked confidence as a person. He was quite a big bloke, wasn't he? Yeah, well. he was a good goalkeeper, to be honest. But you've got to have your own character as, as, as a goalkeeper, yeah. I feel. you know. And he just didn't, he was sort of more worried about what other people thought. And he, he, had he done well enough? You know, I remember a few of those man. after him, you know, Alexic and Kendall. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and they all looked yeah. a little bit... Mm. Yeah, all, in a sense, yeah. it's a bit like following Bill Nick. If you're following yeah. Pat Jennings, they're all in Pat Jennings' shadow. Pat mm. Jennings is one of the greatest goalkeepers exactly. ever for yeah, anyone, wasn't he? It wasn't until we yeah. got Ray Clemens. We had to get the England yeah. goalkeeper and buy him from Liverpool to yeah. get one with the same sort of stature. It's true. That, I mean, that, that season in Division 2, but again, people here... I'm guessing, actually, you're all older than me, actually. Uh, no, but people here from a certain age, it, was, it, was, it must have been for the players as well. We were now playing teams that we never played. Mansfield. Going away. <laughs> filled mill. Going to, going, to gate, going to grounds we'd yeah. never been to, even the cup. I mean, did, did you, as a, as a player, was, you know, you know, we just UEFA Cup final, did you feel it was a step down or just like, right, we're absolutely going up? No two ways absolutely. about it. Absolutely. The second, what you said, yeah, we've absolutely gone up. Doesn't matter who comes our way. Yeah. We're Tottenham at the end of the day. Uh, but you mentioned Notts County. I think we was 3-1 uh, down in about 20 minutes or something. 
And Don McAllister went to me, hey, Tezza, I'm having a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 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 my reply was, shut up, you cunt, and get working. <laughs> he, well, he wanted to feel sorry for himself, but don't feel sorry for yourself now. It's too early. Let's go and do something better. <laughs> but you had... but Don was an odd, odd boy, Don. He was he, he could tackle. You, you made him you sound very odd with that impression. <laughs> no, no, of... that was the thing you underrated him. See, <laughs> it's a man of a thousand voices, all the same. <laughs> you had is it Neil McNabb would have played left, left side, left side midfield alongside yep. Glenn. Marvellous and... player, Neil McNabb, fantastic. Fantastic. Very unlucky that Ozzy and Ricky yeah. came, came in, unfortunately, yeah. and. Yeah. Neil, Neil went on his way, but he'd done very well for Man City. Mm. Had a lot of games for them, but unfortunately, you know, he could have, he'd have definitely made it at Tottenham. That, we, um, that, that season, again, we, near the end, we had a blip. We lost to Brighton. We well. was on big match. Bob Lee scored two. We lost 3-2, and we came to these two last games where we had, obviously then it was two points to win. We had to get three points from the last two. I'll never forget. It was like yesterday, with the midweek game against Hull City, who were relegated. And, uh, well, as I said, I interviewed John Duncan earlier. We, we won with a highly controversial goal. I think he piled into someone, and then Perrin basically kicked the ball out of the goalie's hands. <laughs> and the ref, I think the ref gave it because he would have been lynched otherwise <laughs> from the fans. I'll never forget it. What was your memory? I mean, as a player, when you, you said, we're going to go up with Tottenham Hotspur, you then realise it, it's come down to two matches yeah. where you cannot yeah. slip up. No, and you've got to be positive. And... Uh... Keith, to be fair, he was waning. He said, I can't see us doing it now. Whether he'd done that, it might have been his way of, of saying, okay, look, look, get them playing, get them playing. This is why I'm going to do it. Oh, I think because we, we ain't going to get through now. He said we blew it. He, we have ex-players go, he went into the dressing room, said, that's it, we've yeah. blown it, we've blown oh, it, and did. walked out. And I yeah. said, what are you talking about? We've we got to beat Oh, I said, yeah. there we go to Southampton, and we were, all we want's a point. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, well, fortunately, we beat them, as you say, and then we, and I think it was quite a safe point. I mean, you lot was all there. <laughs> the support we had at Southampton was absolutely marvellous. And we was probably slightly the better side, and we deserved the result we got to stay up. Because both, team, both teams needed yeah. a point. Yeah, they, they, they needed, needed a point. But yeah. Brighton were Brighton playing. was the other team. Brighton was yeah. the other game going on. We need to knew, know what was going on. I think the, uh, the old radios, I think we went around, they were losing. But that's, they actually won. Mm. Completely wrong information going around the ground. But at the, uh, the Player of the Year dudes, um, uh, up the West End, and uh, you're, you're, you're getting the best side in the second division. You, you're yeah. on your own table with all the other players selected. Yeah, right. So Alan Ball was next to me. So he went, hey, Terry. He said, uh, we got you last game of the season. If we need a point, help us out, mate. I went, Bully, you got no fucking chance. <laughs> and we went there needing a point. And yeah, I thought, yeah. oh, we don't oh, remember no. that. Oh, shit. <laughs> but were you, so you made the team of the season for the second division? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I right. got it in, in both the magazine and by, right. by me peers, yeah, yeah. which is yeah. it's a great honour, yeah. And of course, Alan Ball, World Cup winner <laughs> in Alan the same Ball. team. Well, yeah. Stevie Perriman, there he never got in that side. It was ludicrous. Well, how he many... had about four, four Spurs players, but he should have been in that Who team. were the other Spurs players that made it? Uh, I think John Duncan got in. Yeah. I'm guessing Hoddle. Hoddle was Hoddle, yeah, yeah, and I think maybe Neil McNabb was it. But yeah. Right. We had, we had four, but he should have... Stevie was fantastic catching yeah. that year. Superb. Did you play in the 9-0 game against... Yeah, yeah. And do yeah. you know we no, no one we didn't score for twenty minutes in that mm. game. Yeah, it looked like it's going to be a tight afternoon. <laughs> well, it got really tight. We were wearing them down. Yeah, but we knew it, we knew 
Nine nil, like you don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, Colin Bailey's debut, didn't he, and scored yeah, four? That's right. Yeah. That's right. What's so lovely about that season, again with with YouTube, is that although it was like match of the day was the Bristol Rovers yeah, yeah. and big match, yeah, and we were in the second division, we just wouldn't get it now. Now it's like yeah, championship, yeah. you know, Arsenal on Channel Absolutely, Five or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Soap. Put it because we're Tottenham Hotspur. So yeah. many of those yeah. games but it was just were that, televised. But that was the, the happiest coincidence ever. That they because they what they did was they were obliged to do like a few second tier games yeah, as the main the game. The big match did more. They were all yeah. regional. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just happened to choose yeah. Tottenham Bristol Rovers. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was one of the great. Yeah. I mean, I was, I'm, a, I'm a child. Well, that was well. because you lot. One of the 40, greatest games 40, 40, ever seen. wherever we went, we were 35, 40,000, yeah. didn't we? It was marvelous, marvelous crowds. Yeah. The, the, the following. So we're now back up in the first division, and I always sort of, to me, it was that kind of bit like where that JFK moment. Where JFK? Where were you when you heard that? We've just signed two World Cup Argentinians. Honestly, can't think. Yeah. I think I was in Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> it travelled a lot quicker out there. <laughs> <laughs> but that must have been amazing. I know you met up with them. I think it was the pre-season in Norway, I think you had the pre-season was. But what was it like? I mean, it was just... We'd all just watched the World Cup, the ticker yeah. tape. Ardiles was unbelievable. I remember just watching, just going, who's that? I mean, yeah. it was just... So, Ria, we didn't know so much about, in fairness. Yeah, he, he came on one game, didn't one he? game yeah. but... Uh, he was and like all sudden, almost player of the tournament, wasn't he, Ardiles? Oh, he was yeah. so him visible. Him and Kempesh with the two yeah, yeah. You're right. the stars. Yeah. And it was, it was, again, this is the, the, when it was just major press. You know, we were the front page. Was it, was it Spurs shook up the world? I think it was a yeah. famous headline. What, as a player, you've just come up, and you know, you know who's going to be playing next season... What was the players thing when, when they were they arrived for training? With, with all the no, that, that, listen, you couldn't meet two nicer fellas, honestly. They were lovely, lovely people. And that, they, they, they still are to this day. Ricky and Ozzy converse with everyone. Not at all hard to get on with. Lovely, lovely people they was. And um, I think Terry Neal actually has something to do with Keith buying them. Really? Yeah. He said that Keith, they're available or something. And Keith went out and he bought them. Um, you talk about Harry Haslam being yeah, involved with that, doesn't he, yeah. as well? Keith did. So they, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it was incredible so, because no one could have seen it coming. No. Look, and now it's like, mm. oh, well, yeah. to Argentina. Yeah. But at the time, 1978, yeah. nothing like it had yeah. ever happened. No, Not even that, close. Was they no. the first? Well, I was because it's South America. Birmingham got Tarantino at the same time, yeah. didn't they? Oh, yeah. 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 Tarantino went to Birmingham. Tarantino yeah. was to Birmingham. But that was maybe a couple of weeks later, but. But no one had ever bought... I mean, it was so exotic. It was like... Yeah. I mean, and the other thing was, we didn't really know that there was something in it. Uh, uh, half of you was thinking, they can't play it here. It's like they're from yeah. another planet. Yeah. How are they going to play it? Mm. Because well, well, class, yeah. well, we've had them on the show a few times. And <laughs> Oz has always said, I didn't realise we'd just gone up for the second division. And if I knew some of the players, some of those yeah. early games, yeah. Liverpool, like, well, Glenn, what, what the hell have yeah. I done? Well, Glenn said he turned round to him one day after about yeah. the third day of training said, I'm sorry, I know you didn't realise <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what some of the players would be like. I'm really sorry, but I mean, you know. But again, there was just no, I mean, it's not like now with clickbait and report after report. I mean, yeah. the, the, look at the trans, just go online or, or listen to Spurs Show Daily, the amount of players we're linked with. Yeah. It literally just came from nothing. Totally out of the it was BBC six o'clock news, yeah. headline news. I mean, yeah. that's how huge it was. Yeah. It you know? was. But what was it like? Because that beginning of the season, I remember we had. Um, Forest away. Well, Forest away, we did like one all. Then Villa at home, lost 4-1. Chelsea 2 all, lost to Liverpool 7-0. What, what, I mean, was it literally, were they just tired or 
we had to try and change our, our, our tactics and now finally sort of play through midfield and give them the ball because it took a while to, to get going, didn't it? It did, but it's, it's like anything that the goodness always comes to the top and they're two class players. And we knew just, all right, they might have had a bit of problems working into the side where, from where they was playing. And then they, all of a sudden they got their sort of second sight and they improved so much for the team and the team become quite strong then. But we was, we was struggling at first and then they bounced out of it because they got that bit, bit extra class. And the other players learned off it as well. That, um, that 79-80 season, Paul Miller now was coming into the team slightly and also uh, Gordon Smith. From yeah. Aston Villa, yeah. Gordon Smith, we had in as well. Did you see then? I mean, obviously, you're a bit older. Did you see now? Oh, God, the right. Oh, wait a minute. There's some younger players coming through now. Did you, did, I mean, obviously, you ended up at Charlton. Did, did you think you were going to go? Was, was there talk about it? How, how did you know when Charlton yeah, came in um, for you? I think Keith thought I was glorifying going forward too much and he wanted more of a defensive right back, I think. Right. And uh, that's okay. But and uh, I know obviously I've been at Tottenham then eleven years and you got to carry on London type of thing, mm. and I went to Charlton and then I had uh, got promotion with them the first year and the second year I got Player of the Year there, mm. so there was still some running in the old dog yeah. if you know what I mean. <laughs> but uh, no, lovely club Charlton, they done me a big favour. But Spurs was progressing and progressing as you know the two cup finals came later, which you probably talk about, which 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 put the other thing to shame with the way we started off. Mm. But that's how much they all improved. And how were you... How were you t- did um, Berkshire say, we're, we're, we're looking at bids for you? How were you kind of told that you might be moved on? Or I mean, this is the okay, game. This is d- days before agents of Nothing ch- having people's ears. A couple ears. of teams... Palace come in for me because okay. Terry Venables wanted me to go there. But right. it, Keith didn't fancy the fella they was going to do the swap with. So that stopped, and then Mike Bailey came in for me from Charlton, and that's when he called me and he said, well, Charlton's going. I went, okay, lovely. Mm. Like, Keith, no animosities or whatever, you know, we've had 11 great years here, 13 tours as an amateur, and a great club, always been my club, Spurs, brilliant. You know? uh, did, did you, you obviously got a testimonial. Yeah, I got a testimonial. Yeah. That was against Crystal Palace, funny enough, because... Where we used to play Arsenal every time, you was guaranteed 40,000. Right. But then... They, they decided they weren't going to do it anymore and it happened to be my year coming oh. up. So I thought well, that was you're handy. You meant yeah. to be working out what yeah. you're going to get. That's yeah. nice, yeah. I was working it out but then yeah. it all fell to pieces. But nah, it is what it is really. You, you carry on London, don't you? And uh, No, nah, I mean, my time at Spurs was absolutely brilliant and I had a nice time at Charlton while I was there. So look, go on, Tom. I was just going to say, this is a bit tangential, but I've got a memory of seeing you sing uh, te- are, you a, are you a bit of a singer, Terry? I can sing a song. I've seen you sing live, I'm pretty sure. Is that something that, is, that you always did when you were no, a player? No, no, never. Never, never. I, I oh, Terry Venables is a singer as well, isn't he? Terry's a singer, yeah. Terry yeah. sings a nice song. It's, I think I started, I've done my first song ever, Mac the Knife, uh, 1995. Oh, wow. Really? That? S- okay. One song I learned, and then now I know sort of 40 songs. But yeah. you, you learn that first song, and then you yeah. carry on from Which is there. a great, uh, obviously, oh, that's yeah. a fantastic yeah. song. Yeah, fantastic yeah. song. Yeah. Amazing. So looking back, I mean, there's sort of a, a, a 11 years. Um, 
And, I mean, do you still get to games? You still obviously you were there for the, the the final game at White Hart. Oh Lane. yeah, I think Spurs handled that brilliant. They they got in touch with all their players, like you know, that have been there over the years, and uh, they, we all come best, together. It was an incredible <coughs> afternoon because it was, it it was just, part of it. It, it was, was just, director. It just so well <laughs> yeah, pitched the whole thing. It was when you when you look at yeah. the shambles that West Ham had. The Cockney rejects and the taxis. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was such a. Beautiful <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. I mean, and the, the, the obvi- and obviously, yeah. the Avenging of Rainbow is really yeah. class. <laughs> ah, that, that was Bill Nick, the Rainbow, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But to uh, to win it as well was yeah. very important because we won two one, didn't we? Yeah, Beat yeah, Man yeah, United. Yeah, that yeah. was that was the deck over with. Now it's saying goodbye. I, I was very lucky that um, the club plonked me in the middle of of you lot, so I was sat next to Crouchy and. Um, and a few others as well, um, Ledley, and just in, yeah. in that little wow. block. And it was just, and I just felt so privileged to be with the people that I'd grown up watching play. Mm. Um, and some of them, obviously, I'm a bit older than, but most of them are a bit younger than. And it was, it was just the most gorgeous afternoon. Mm. And I, yeah. I remember waiting until basically everyone had gone and just being the last one in, or try, one of the last yeah. ones in that stand. Just to look down and think, this is where so much of you know the last forty years of my life oh, have yeah. been have been here, mm. uh, and I've been privileged enough to you know go start as a fan, and then turn into a reporter and have watched so many great games, and the players that I saw from basically from Terry's team mm. onwards, it was just that sense of, of of joy and pleasure and memory and all of that, and I think that. Those mm. that for you who were there, it was the same thing that you felt oh, the wanted cam- the again. Was you went, you felt the for the yeah. first time yeah. under whatever you, the grief of people that Levy gets, he's he's reached out. The club yeah. have reached out to the old players yeah. in the way that yeah. the Sugar Era didn't yeah. do, and they feel valued, and that's yeah. so important because yeah. it's the old players, it's yeah. memories that make yeah. a club. It is. You had the double boys there, didn't you? Terry Medwin, Cliff Jones. Yeah. Uh, Les Allen, you know, and that was a side day was, you know. But everyone mix. We all mix at time. You know, yeah. Steve Archibald, come back, our ideas, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Golf Crooks. It, lovely. The camaraderie was fantastic. How do you try and sum up you know, the levels? years? Well, I mean, what does Tottenham Hotspur mean to you? Well, in football terms, everything. Um, and I would say at least, at least probably half my life. Mm. And it, it does mean that much. And you, you lovely people who come to support us every week, it would never be the same without you. And you, you got behind us when we was down and, and you stayed with us when we'd lose games. And uh, we'd also, when we win things, we all celebrate together. Many a times I've got supporters out, you know, who didn't have a ticket to get in and got them to get hold of the kit bag and took them in with me and things like that. And said, go on, where are you going now, boys? Because we're all one. But the difference is... Um, I said this once to Martin Chivers. Um, we was playing cards on a train, and a fella come knocks on the window. So he said, "All right, mate, what's up?" So he went, uh, "Terry, can I have your autographs?" He had a plaster of Paris on him. Mm. So I went, "Yeah, of course you can." Bang, bang. Alan Gilsey, Cyril Knowles, and Chiv, and Chiv went, "Who are you?" Fella said, "Oh." Oh, I'm no one, Martin. I'm just a supporter. I come up supporting Spurs. No, he said, who are you that I should sign that? So I said, oi, fucking sign it. You've got to realise where you are now. These people come to watch us, pay money to see us play. But even a superstar like that 
didn't get it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We we are I'm more got more in common with you than than people of that nature that talk mm. like that. Mm. You should always appreciate people that come and watch you and support you, and you're paying the money as I say, and you're getting paid that money. And I think it might and has changed into a much better yeah. person yeah. Yeah. through the yeah. years. Yeah. That was in behind. And I suppose mm. you had to sort of go through that ringer to be yeah. told. And now he's, he's got a scold. Yeah. Well, I mean, Terry, we've, thank you so We've always appreciated you. I, I generally can't remember one game when I've gone... Yeah, he, he doesn't fancy this today. You, you, you were always <laughs> absolute... It was true. Yeah. Uh, you absolutely gave 90... I never saw his shirt from a tackle... Always bombing forward, trying to get those crosses in, and and I know everyone here and listening to home appreciates everything you've done for Tottenham Hotspur. For now, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Terry Naylor. Thank you very much. On this day, January the 22nd, 2008, having drawn the first leg, won all the Emirates, January Tottenham the 20th, won Riot. 1951. On this day, Top January the 14th, 1978, a jump. On this day, January the 17th, 1968, Martin Chivers makes his debut for Spurs. If you're interested in the history, landmarks and great achievements of the football club we hold dear, your love on this day. And White Hart Lane erupts. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. On this day, a daily mini-series dedicated exclusively to memorialise great Spurs days gone by. Exclusively available at patreon.com slash Spurs show. Patreon.com slash Spurs slash Spurs slash Spurs. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.